Hello everyone, welcome back to the GM Breakout Podcast. My name is Dylan, I will be the GM for this adventure, and I'm joined by my four lovely players. We've got Einar, who's playing Wooly, a dwarven cleric of Apsu. Hello, I am... You didn't ask me how I am this this week. Sorry, how are you? I'm good, and I'm excited, and I'm ready to chase down a fucking snake. No, not a fucking snake, a snake that probably done nothing wrong, I don't know. That was a roller coaster. <laughs> we've got a, we've got Jeremy who's playing Rick Dunn, a half orc twisting tree magus. Uh, hello, uh, I'm looking forward to Usain bolting it over the campus and uh, <laughs> tackling this snake, fucking or not. We've got Greg who's playing Tarul, a hobgoblin mastermind rogue. Hello, I am confused because I missed the last update. <laughs> and we've got uh, Kevin playing Ishko and Isoki Alchemist. I feel like you're gonna have to uh, do a lot of uh, bleeping for this beginning of episode. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't bleep it. The only word we've ever bleeped in this podcast is... I don't know if I should say it again because I don't want to go through the effort of bleeping it out again. <laughs> Spell it out. <laughs> if you don't say it, it doesn't matter. Greg was talking about a, a product yeah. that he bought from a certain supermarket. And oh, yeah. Joked about bleeping out <laughs> not be sponsored or so I don't know why oh that's the only word we've ever bleeped out so far Pepsi we'll we'll keep it that way Spandrups (laughs) I'm just yelling products now it's all under just it's just all under fair use yeah we just bleep out Anar's entire (laughs) uh, contribution to the episode you can delete my track from the edit I'll delete your entire audio track and it would just be a gentle beep <laughs> just smooth and jazz whenever they not. Uh, honestly, probably probably uh, improve the episode. Oh, why are you so mean to me? <laughs> I'm not. You've seen nothing yet. You know, bullying is in the eye of the receiver. True. That's a bit of a portmanteau. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, yes, we are about to have a chase because uh, last time you. We're going through this building. You encountered some innocent students who were spending their evenings having a nice little gambling game. They had they hadn't done anything wrong. <laughs> they were just sitting down, enjoying their time off from studies. And you guys, you walked in. You started threatening them. You started questioning them on things that you know probably didn't matter. And uh, and eventually, you scared them so much they they turned into snakes. That's what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, legit. Can there be snakes with arms and legs? There can in Pathfinder. Hey, that's. <sighs> They're not actually sna- uh, serpent folk, then. They are humanoid snakes. There we go. We've explained it. And they were filthy liars. Yes. The stories did not add up. People of the serpent kind that have lied to us and tried to kill us first. It is self-defense. Filthy, filthy liars uh, that deserve to die for uh, spreading misdeeds and falsehoods. They had a, uh, a pretty good plan of attack lined up because they did all, they trapped everyone beforehand with a, uh, a, a weakness to poison effect mm-hmm. so you were all weak to poison and then of That's course you lie. had a combat where they were pretty much just doing poison damage to you. I was not mm. cursed. No, oh no Ishka was not, it was everyone else. How long is that lasting? Oh you'll find out <sighs> I'm sure. <laughs> what you'll have to do is uh, every, every uh, hour or so you'll just have to poison yourself ever so slightly and see if it hurts more than it should. I'm sure Ishka is down for supplying Seems smart. poison. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, one of them got away, unfortunately. They ran out of this building you were in uh, while a couple of you were dying and uh, and poisoned yourself. They made it a little bit out, uh, a distance out, but uh, they were chased down by Rick. And as a, uh, a last-ditch attempt, they cast a suggestion spell on Rick and suggested that Rick turned back and uh, went back inside to help out uh, with his allies instead of chasing. Uh, luckily, a very good will save was rolled, so uh, Rick didn't follow the suggestion which is going to lead us directly into a nice 
chase scene. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to run. Yes. I think uh, since uh, Ishkal and Tarol are still in the building, Willy's gonna shout back, He's getting away! Help us catch him! <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, because uh, I, I've read up on, on chase sequences and, uh, and how they should work. There he is. There's our little old Oyo friend on the map now. Oh. So, for the audience and everyone who is listening to our podcast and hasn't done a chase sequence themselves, they're from the Game Master's Guide. It's, uh, it's a way of sort of uh, theatre of the minding a chase, so you don't have to do a whole bunch of complex maths involving speeds and uh, when bracelets of dashing run out and uh, all of that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, you basically have the party chasing uh, someone down or sometimes being chased, but uh, in this in case you are chasing them down. Uh, and we're going to go through a few different obstacles and uh, roll some skill checks and see if you can uh, catch up to them or if they will get away forever. Is that foreshadowing, Dylan? Are we going to get chased no. at some point? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, yes, the way it works is uh, we, you will encounter an obstacle uh, and you will decide each how you want to maneuver your way around it uh, I have some suggested skills that I've come up with but also if you want to come up with a creative use yourself you are more than welcome to I've got some DCs written down and this whole thing is done with chase points so you will need to accumulate as a party a certain number of chase points to move on from that obstacle uh, and at the start of every sort of turn the uh, Oyo the Serpent Vulp will move forward one obstacle just automatically uh, and it's up to you to kind of kind of keep up with them or, or catch up to them so we are starting with them they have just they, they got a little bit of a lead they uh cast a suggestion and, and turn and hightailed so they are going to be at the uh, the second obstacle but you are still at the, the first one dylan and sorry do you have us all as one group together i would yeah cool. yeah I, so, I think it would make i think it would make sense that by the time um Ishkol and greg kind of left the room uh, the Oyo would have maybe ran away a further a little a little bit away and then you would all start just outside the building and, uh, and you could start slightly ahead of you. All good. Yeah. By the time Rio, you know, Rick picks themselves up off their faces from their critically failed tackle chair class. <laughs> yes, you did. You, you tripped. You you're on the floor. Yeah. I, honestly, everyone left in a bit of a a bit of a bad a bad way. Yeah. Woolly needs to collect Gunnar as well because. Gunnar's not going to run as... I know, Gunnar's pretty fast. Yeah, but Woolly can't keep up if he can only use two actions. So, Mm, Yes, so you can scoop Gunnar up. Uh, So yeah, by the time that Terrell and Ishko uh, make their way out, you you just watch as uh, Oyo, this uh, serpent folk, is uh, sprinting away from the the building and uh, into some bushes just, just slightly ahead of you. The first obstacle is, uh, and I need to put where we are on the map. I actually think the the building that you guys are in is gonna be so one of the buildings on the outer rim of the island. No, I want it to be one of these really far away ones tucked in. It's gonna be this one over here. Oh, okay. So near the outer rim of the island, but tucked away in a lot of foliage and trees where it's less travelled. Yes. You come out and you watch. He, he is just making his way forward through sort of the undergrowth just ahead of you. But um, in front of this building, there's sort of a big open space. So I think the first obstacle is just going to be a, just a full-on sprint to see uh, how far you can uh, can run. So there's actually, actually not an obstacle, but the obstacle is the distance. You have to try and maintain the distance that he's already made on you. All right. Well, uh, we dwarves are natural sprinters. Very dangerous over short distances. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 20 year old joke by now mate <laughs> never too old 
So, in a chase, uh, you guys act in whatever order you want, but uh, those who think they uh, are going to do better at the current obstacle should go first, because as soon as the party's over the number of chase points needed, they uh, they advance to the next obstacle. So, uh, Well, this sounds like a, an opportunity for a good old athletics check to me to uh, sprint across open ground, uh, so that's what Rickdown will do. I also, if you wanted some, uh, the, the two that I've written down, I actually had a fortitude save to see if you could kind of run Ooh, nice. long distance, I guess, without passing out, etc. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also athletics for sure, yes. yeah. Keep up the intensity. But here comes an athletics check. Uh, Rick's got a 20 in total for that athletics check. Yes. I will go with an athletics as well. That's a 22. Not bad, not bad. I'll go with fortitude because I'm really bad at athletics <laughs> so it's just keeping your breath okay oh wow that's a great fortitude save that's a very good fortitude save yeah how are we doing for chase points here well the way chase work is we all roll then add all the stuff together and ah. then we see if we progress it's a round by round thing because even if maybe we would have enough point right now, but if you critically fail, you oh, can no, so, send us yeah, back. No, so the chase points is usually you need you need one per uh, party member, but if you crit, you get two, so you can. And if you crit fail, you lose one. Yeah. Well, let's see. Oh, right now, <laughs> <so> you just <laughs> mentioned that. Like that. Oh no! It comes the natural one. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. So Tyrrell is not a natural sprinter. You want? <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, you watch as uh, Oyo runs off into the, the, the brush ahead of you. Rick, you pick yourself up off the floor and, and, and instantly start chasing after and, uh, and manage to get a chase point with that. Willie, you uh, scoop Gunner up under your arm and follow along behind, bobbing behind Rick a bit. And uh, manage to keep up pretty, pretty well. Ishko, you know, for Nesoki having a, a hearty fortitude save, manages to keep up with the rest of the party. And to rule, you're like, oh, I'm going to go. They're, 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 making, they're, they're catching up on him. I'm going to help them. And they, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you just you just get a cramp like instantly as soon as you start. <laughs> you, you see, Tyrell's a book learner. You like sitting down in like in uh, you know on your desk, quiet uh, alcoves, you know, <laughs> quiet alcoves. Yeah, I think as soon as you actually have to you know sprint quite quickly, you just instantly cramp up. Uh, <laughs> which is a shame because you were at three chase points, but that's actually going to put you back down to two right now. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So we're not past this obstacle, is what you're saying? You're not past the first obstacle yet, no. That's how it goes. This this that one could make the difference. I mean, all of us have rolled. Can we go again, or how is this going to work? So, yes, we're technically going to the next round, so Oyo will advance even further ahead. So I think you actually, you could just about see him making his way through this uh, undergrowth. He's now sort of come out the other side of it. So I think you are just uh, lacking a bit of sight on Oyo. Mm. Now, this is is where you kind of need to decide who's going to, the order, because, yeah, as soon as you hit the number of chase points for this obstacle, you do advance to the next one, even if it is before the end of the round. Okay. Game Master Guys says, yeah. I would like to make an argument then for sending Gunnar up to the sky, rolling in nature, and seeing if he can point us to uh, some point where we can intercept Oyo to lessen our travel distance so we can catch up and get past this obstacle. That makes sense. I like this. I like the idea, but I think Oyo's running like in a straight line ahead of you, and I don't think there's going to be a... Oh, actually, maybe you could curve. No, it would be longer to curve around the edge, wouldn't it? Also, how high can you throw Gunnar? Well, he can fly 60 feet and then go down and land. He is small. I could throw him quite far, I think. 
I've personally thrown chickens at least 20 meters. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, a normal Friday night in Sweden. (laughs) Sure, if you want to chuck your animal in the air and uh, see if it can uh, spot where it's going. Um, Sure, why not? You're you're okay with nature for the communication with Gunnar? Yeah, why not? Yeah, roll the die, bro. No, I'll I'll let you. Maybe there's a griffin up in the air who's going to swoop down and take Gunnar. Uh, oh, no. mate, that's terrible. Natural 3 for a 14. I think Gunnar realises he's afraid of heights right yeah. now. Rick runs out to try and catch Gunnar while trying to make ground. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I only oh, got my f- God, that's another 14. There's two 14s in a row from Willie and Rick so far. This round, this chase yeah. is not going well. We're losing this dude. You're losing this dude very early on. Wow. Ooh. Ishkal's fortitude save should probably lead us out anyway, because it was so high. Ishkal does not care about the chicken, he will just continue running <laughs> toward its target. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna care about him. There we go. Yeah, Ooh, we, that's 27. A that's actually uh, a crit success. Yes. God, we it's need DC it. 17 the whole time, guys. You, uh, you were so close. That's actually gonna yeah put you up to the, uh, enough chase points to advance so uh i know i know it doesn't really make too much sense because only a skull but that the witch chase are well, it's a team you are yeah you're, you're you're as a group so uh you, as a group you managed to catch up to the the uh the undergrowth where uh, you saw oyo running through it's a, a bunch of like yeah bushes and uh and, and vines and tangles of leaves and small trees and uh, you're gonna have to sort of uh make your way through it or around it but it might take it might be quicker to go through the rule is falling behind no no we're keeping you as a as a group yeah but do we so we've cleared the chase obstacle. Yeah. Does Drew hmm. still have to roll then? No, but we're in we're in the second obstacle, and you're the only one who hasn't gone in the second round. Uh, yeah. So for this one, because um, you are to rule, uh, we're slowing down. Maybe with Ishko's crit, maybe Ishko actually loops back and just sort of ends up dragging to all the Small rat folk pulling us. So at the moment, up. yeah, you are all at the at the second obstacle, which is there going to be some uh, some nice plants to run through. So I've actually uh, this is I, I've written nature and survival as the two which mm. would be most appropriate for these ones. Mm. And Tyrol has to go first. So well, you're going last in the round because you're the only one who has. But first in the obstacle, yeah. First with the obstacle. Hey. That's a 22, oh. which is quite good. Dude. You rolled, a, you rolled a 17 and I was expecting another crit, but uh, it's only plus five. That's good, though. That still does give you a success, so there is still one chase point. So we all can slip through some plants. If our horrible snake friend builds up a certain amount, like a zero, like a lead number in mind, if he gets two, then he's gone. That's how it works, right? You can do that. Uh, I've got an end point oh, okay. in mind. So it's just if he gets there and you're like two or three obstacles behind... Mm. Right. Then uh, he's going to be able to just make his way out back into the city, and then from then on, you kind of have no hopes of really Sweet. seeing where he's gone. Yeah. All right. So at the start of the third round, he is uh, he is going to he's I mean he he's just making some distance. It's up to you to keep up with him. But now all four of you can act in any order. You are currently at the undergrowth uh, obstacle. Mm-hmm. So whoever's good at nature or survival, you can push your way through, or survival to kind of yeah, nature to try and like identify a way through. Survival just to maybe like, to try and just push your way through. And because it's a new round, if Tarul wants to lead again, you you, you can do it now. Tarul should not lead on this. I have a question about the rule. Can I try acrobatics to try to just agile? movement yeah. through them. I mean, these are, these are small trees, so I imagine if there's branches sticking out, you can kind of just duck and under just them. do yeah. a sick yeah, flip around them. So you can, yeah, do some parkour through through it. Parkour through the park. Are you channeling uh, Akana here? <laughs> Doing sick flip? We're not fishing. The art of fishing and the art of going around the tree <laughs> is very similar. Yes, yes. 
but I think I will oh, fail with the no. 14. It is unfortunately going to be just about a failure. Yeah, I think uh, Wooly will follow, trying to see which okay. parts of the vegetation is weakest, so that you can run through <laughs> it. Come on. 19. Oi, that's a six. Oh, wow, you've got a plus 11 to nature. Yep. Of course you do, mm -hmm. you drew it. Yeah. Uh, that is just a normal success, so that is going to add one onto your chase. Oh, golly. Well, uh, this is not uh, Forte of Ricks, but we'll try and follow the path that Woolly has, Woolly has shown. Uh, this is not... Hey! Oh, dear! Oh! The 19 oh. on the die. Wow, that's great. Oh, that deserves to be a crit, but it is only a 25 no. total, which oh, isn't, unfortunately. Geez. Yeah. But, uh, 19 on the dice plus 6, that is great. Now, we're down to Turul. Turul, if you can get one chase point here, you uh, move through the bushes with the rest of the group and uh, maybe start on the next obstacle after. So you're, you're, you're clearing them slowly like but surely. To make an argument for jungle mm. lore. Yeah, definitely do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say I'd say so. It's a it's a mini jungle. This. It's yeah. a, it's you know it's a dense underbrush. Oh, uh, that's a three on the <laughs> dice for it to uh, the 14. You guys, you guys have like plus 11s. You should be uh, you should be rolling these for, for sure, but so far there's so many threes and fours you're rolling. Yeah, we're rolling low on dice. Tarul thinks he knows the, far, uh, the jungle, but really this is not a jungle and it was not it's applicable. Not <laughs> <laughs> it was a tender like, garden. <laughs> Teru's like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna know where we are when we've reached like the the 200 foot high baobab tree. And he's looking around, and the trees are only coming up for like just above his head. Guys, there's not enough tree to be a jungle. I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Whoops, I mean, wrong I, mean I feel like Oyo's got this in the bag. I hate to say, guys, you're being stumped by some uh, stumps. Ha, you're being stumped by stumps. Ha, a couple of crits, ha. and we're back in, back in. That's yeah, right. if all four of you roll a crit success now, I reckon you've got a chance. But uh... Uh, who's got the best <laughs> show? At, uh, I think Woolly, you probably have the best show at getting a crit I think, on this I obstacle, actually think right? With nature, the plus eleven with nature is probably the best. Yeah, I was going to say because we're only one success from clearing this obstacle, right? Mm -hmm. Are there any leshies in this jungle that I can diplomatize to move? <laughs> <laughs> they stick more to the, the leshy gardens rather than all. They have like their own yeah, set okay. area, really. I mean, there may be one or two around, but not enough that it would make okay, a difference, okay. no. Don't be a yes man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I let no. you throw your fucking chicken in the sky earlier. I'm kidding, know. I'm kidding. Shut up. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> I just didn't want to roll the same <laughs> shit again, but I'll roll a nature again. Here we go. I mean, your nature's like what you're good yes. at. You're a druid. Nature is what I'm good at. Yeah, 22. There we go. That's, that's going to be a success. We're out. Amazing. So uh, with aid from Willie, the group managed to just push their way out through the uh, the rest of the uh, the undergrowth, uh, through the bushes and, and vines and tangles of plants. And uh, you come across to the, uh, actually to the sort of the central area. You're covering a lot of ground here. You're going very quickly. The central area where there's this sort of pavilion where you actually started uh, your adventure at the Gambia. Standing in the rain. Yes, yeah. And uh, you realise that this pavilion is actually, and the ground, the grass around it is actually pretty, pretty busy this evening. It seems like there's uh, almost like a flash mob going on here. Oh, oh God. wow. Uh, <laughs> you can hear the, some music. You see uh, a, a drummer I think you actually recognise as Smooth uh, Dejambo. Oh. Smooth Dejambo. Smooth uh, who is a, a local musician from Nantambu drumming a, a beat. And there's students dancing around uh, in like concentric circles, holding hands, dancing around some 
everyone's swaying with their sort of colourful robes flowing everywhere. Uh, you see, there's a few people you know here. Uh, Mariama, who you live with, uh, is for sure getting in on this uh, on this dance, and I think maybe Isi's here as well. But uh, you spot a group of uh, of five people, and they are uh, sort of uh, having a bit of a dance battle. It looks like there's a group of five just crowded around each other, sort of showing off their moves to each other. There's a, a, an Akuje elf, a female who is dancing around, sort of flapping their wings like a crane. Uh, there's a, a male human who's uh, wearing a uh, a long blue robe and has a religious symbol of a lioness. Uh, there's a half orc male who's got a sort of some magical looking tattoos on their face, uh, flinging sparks of magic around as he dances to the group. Uh, there's a female human with a, a long bow slung over her shoulder uh, and incorporating the bow into some dance moves. Uh, and finally, and finally, there's a uh, teal coloured gripply who's juggling <laughs> some hand adzies as part of their, their dancing. Yes. <laughs> I, I think everyone apart from Jeremy should know who these yep. are. <laughs> Your, uh, your party from the Thresholds of yeah. Knowledge that we did very recently. Yeah, hey. they are now incorporated into the main campaign. Nicely done. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard that yet. Ah. No. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and the pre-gens who, that weren't chosen by our players over there as well. Yeah. They've got a, their, little, their little group together. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so it looks like you are going to have to either make your way through this uh, flash mob or, or try and push your way through the crowd to get through I have uh, if you want to try and just dance your way through the crowd performance is going to be uh, acceptable <laughs> yeah. maybe ah. diplomacy to kind of you know just say excuse me coming through and, yeah any any options I've used my turn you have unfortunately used your turn already could I make an argument for knowing that this party was going to be happening here at the time because of my Megambia lore I skirt towards the outside as we approach it knowing that the crowds would hinder me. I, I would let you use Megambia law just for... Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, Fantastic. So I'm yelling, oh. watch out, there's a, there's a concert on. Hit to the outside. Yeah, there's a natural oh, yeah. 18 oh, for a 29. That's a crit. There we are. Yes. Okay, two uh, chase points on this obstacle already. We just need one more of them and uh, and you might still be in with a chance. Come on. I haven't played this round yet, right? Nope. Uh, this round it has just been uh, Willy and Rick. Hmm. So we still got to rule and uh, initial call to go. Can I ask for acrobatic again and try to run on the people dancing? <laughs> You're gonna try and go through legs. No, no, no. Uh, Jump on their head on, and on run. On their shoulders. From shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> oh, you're going to involuntary crowd surf. Uh, yeah, you know what? Which is the image of Ishko hopping along people's heads. It sounds funny That's to me. Also. So yes, for sure. I imagine Ishko doesn't weigh that much either. I'm small. Oh, That is one success. I successfully crowd surf by running good, on very, people. Very good. Tarul, if you uh, if you can succeed at pushing your way through this crowd or dancing your way through, you will uh, be on the other side of it before you know it. So I don't want to do a uh, get anyone's hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> Diplomacy and performance are not strong suits. In fact, one of those has a plus one to it. Oh. <laughs> well, you could try to intimidate them if you're good in that. <laughs> so Tyrell will do a try and diplomatically weave his way through. You could do if there's any skills that you you can justify that you're better at. Ooh. Do you have dance law? Because I feel like that's something that Tyrell should have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think dancing's ever like tickled his fancy. Um, is there any way that this is related to the history of cosmology? Can he point <laughs> to a constellation in the sky <laughs> for people to look at? Oh, Stoners, look up. Maybe you could roll insect lore and, and waggle dance your way through. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to, yeah. If once you're a legendary in insect lore, you can just turn into a swarm of bugs at a moment's notice. <laughs> I think we'll go over to play. That's a spell. We'll see how it rolls. Yes. 
That yes! is a that's actually very good. Yes! I thought you said diplomacy wasn't your uh, strong suit. It's not, it's one of his lowest skills. It's still a plus seven. Plus seven? He's really good. He's a rogue, he's trained in basically everything. Yeah, the only thing he's not trained in is performance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. amazing. So, layers and a, uh, the performance, and then a few others, and then it's the, uh, the sevens, and then there's the nines and the elevens above that. What round was that? Sorry, I've lost count. Uh, four, I think. Three. End of round four, yeah. Yeah. So Oyo would be at obstacle six now. Yeah, very far ahead. Uh... I hate to say, I don't. I'm, I'm not too sure there's going to be a way to uh, to catch it at this point. But we'll, we'll go with this next round just to, just to see if you can all if you all crit amazingly well. I think. Well, that's right. We need to take the smart, see what we might need to do, and have there's the, people the with slightest the best chance. Yeah. Have the people with the best chance roll, but let's see what it what it is. Four successes for each obstacle is stacked against the players. It, oh, that's the, the standard chase rules, actually. And uh, these are all easy DCs for your level. We just haven't rolled well. If I was if I was going to be really mean, it should be DC 19, but I'm doing it DC 17, which is easy for level 4. So I, I, I think you had a chance. You started off running really poorly. Hey, there, there is still a chance to catch him, just not a very good one. <laughs> I think we do need four crits in a row. Hey, anything's, anything's possible. Uh, you make your way through the, the dancing crowds onto the other side, and uh, I think you've lost lost sight of of where he's actually gone himself. Actually, no, I think you can just see, just to the edge, you can see a, uh, a serpent-like figure who is somehow, while you were distracted by the undergrowth and the, the dancing, they look like they've taken the high ground. You see a figure, a shadowy figure, just running across the tops of uh, one of the, the buildings towards oh. this side over here. So it is over. He has the high ground? <laughs> God, damn God damn it. I'm taking a hero point away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any! <laughs> Oh no! So I think uh, I think you uh, have a bit of a choice here, actually. If you want to take the the high ground and dash along the tops of some buildings uh, to see if you can uh, sort of parkour your way over, uh, acrobatics would for sure work, or maybe just perception to trick, see if you can seek out a way to, to meet him when he's uh, off off the roofs. Well, I'm good at acrobatics. I will run. Sounds on like the roof. Ishko's gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna run after him with my acrobatics. From, uh, people to roofs. Mm. It's a nineteen. Ooh. That oh. is one success. Nice. Either of you good at either of those options? Because ni- neither of them suit me, so... Troll's not bad at acrobatics, so he's going to try and follow suit behind Ishkol. Oh, it's the DC on the nose. Oh, scraped the DC there. Yeah. So we've got Ishko and Tarul who have clambered up the side of one of the buildings and they are kind of balancing their way across the, 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 the top of the roof just trying to track down this lizard. Uh, we've got Willy and uh, and Rick still. What uh, what was the alternative to acrobatics? I, I, I'd come up with a perception check just to see if you can find a, uh, a different route through like the buildings instead of over. You go first, Willy. Mine's going to be better. Mine's going to be... Uh, yours is going to be better than mine. If I roll an 18 or higher, uh, it's a crit. Here we go. Come on. Nope, but it's an oh, eight, so oh, it's a success. It's a success. Great fruit. <laughs> We've had an eighteen, a seventeen, and a seventeen this turn. Okay, well my my acrobatics has a plus two, and my perce- oh. my perception has a plus six. The two best things, and I can't really see an oh. argument for using others anything else in particular. Well, with a uh, plus six in perception, you have a fifty-fifty chance. 
Yeah. Basically, yeah. So, I mean, here, here comes the dice roll to try and keep track of this dude and direct the roof runners to find him. I had a success. Oh, yeah. Just again. So yeah. we had a, a 19 there. DC yeah. 17. I'm glad I didn't make a DC 19 because that would have felt really bad if you'd all rolled 18s and 17s. <laughs> so at the end of uh, round five, you just dash across the rooftops. You guys have just entered obstacle five. five. And at the next round, he will be onto obstacle seven, which was going to be the end of the chase. I think, unfortunately, you, you see, I can see this going completely different. If um, if Tyrrell hadn't rolled the nat one earlier and had rolled a success instead, he would have been on the second obstacle over a round before. Yeah. yeah. yeah the dice have spoken. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So you guys, you uh, clamber your way down from uh, the roof, or maybe you make it to the end of the uh, of. Uh, one of the roof, and you just watch as this lizard slinks his way across the bridge here ah. onto into the, the city at large. And because uh, it's sort of evening, I think you quickly just lose into the shadows, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm going to make you... Uh, I know I know the chase is technically over, but I'm going to make you go onto the next obstacle anyway, which was uh, Angry Teachers, because you've been running over the roofs. I <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I would like to roll stealth. <laughs> yeah, I had I had stealth or deception for this one. Uh, I think uh, to rule, you hear a a, a a voice you're all too familiar oh. with. Uh, teacher Karate, oi, who's that out there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you succeed stealthing from uh, Teacher Karate. It would have been Just better if you failed. Uh, Ishkol will also hide himself. Oh, there we go. I would like to explain that we were actually chasing a bad guy and use diplomacy. Okay, I mean, the chase is over, but, uh, but yeah, you can, you can see if yeah. you can get through it. <laughs> 28! Oh, oh my god! Boom! Now that doesn't matter. <laughs> Rick's just gonna give it the John Cena, uh, you don't see me. <laughs> oh no! Oops! Uh, no! <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think that that one. If that that one was a success instead, you would have been on the undergrowth around in advance, and then you would have you would have been like one step behind him. And actually, at the end, if we kept going, Wooly, that crit would have actually let you catch yeah. him. Oh, if, if he wow. didn't get away before his turn, you just got four points in one round, so you would have just caught him. Yeah. So I think that crit made the difference. Unfortunately, that crit failed oh, right yeah. at the start. Oh no! So uh, you, unfortunately, I mean, very, very valiant effort, but uh, this little NPC boy, he manages to slink his way into the darkness of the city at large, oh, harrowing escape from Willie and the Wizards. <laughs> I and love it. Uh, explaining yourself to Karide. Karide's like, look, I've, uh, I, I've had enough of, uh, of of drunk students with that party going on. Drunk? Uh, why don't you just go back and enjoy yourself? We're not. We're not drunk. We were actually on official mission from uh, Jetanabe. What's the what's the guy's name again? Janatamo. We were investigating the Hababe building and this guy turned into a snake and tried to run away. We were doing our best to catch him, but sadly, the campus is a hard place to navigate and we failed. <laughs> you've, uh, ah. you've chased some tail in your day, haven't you, Karide? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I think Rick is just sort of staring at Wooly here. Remembering that uh, Wooly is almost certainly her... I can't remember what uh, what uh, ancestry Karide uh, is, but Wooly's almost certainly a lot older than her. <laughs> just having yeah. this... You've chased some tail in your time, haven't you? <laughs> Very true. <laughs> is that what Wooly was doing this whole time? I thought you were trying to interrogate him. No, no, no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think I she just uh, she just tucks and uh, turns around and walks off. 
Like you shouldn't see there, Tyrol. Tyrol is a. Uh, <laughs> they're still nowhere to be seen, even if you're calling out to him there, Rick Dunn. It's like That's into right. the darkness. I'm, I know you're around and can hear somewhere. <laughs> Tyrol is always Bloom of there. shadow. <laughs> if you can't see Tyrol, he's behind you. <laughs> and if you can't see him, you're already dead. I'm actually quite glad that that NPC got away. It maintains a bit of a mystery yeah. for a little longer. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Speaking of... Ooh, speaking you can't of, get all the answers first. Yeah, well, speaking of mystery, I, mean, I think we probably should hustle back across the other side of the campus because uh, yeah. Lord knows what we left behind. And if those Anadi, as passive as they were, seeming that they never tried to get in themselves, maybe they would have gone exploring and then there'd be another two down. Let's get back over the other side of the campus. Even even though I can't see you, I'll meet you back at the Habib place. <laughs> Who goes off? Yeah. yeah. Let's go back. Tyrol is like clutching his side. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe have a little... Uh, I mean, I, I do want to point out again, you are all pretty injured. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If we can uh, get back, Willie will set up a little infirmary outside and see what he can do about treating wounds while the rest of the guys search the rooms that we found this far. Are you just going to do some rolling? Yeah, very yeah I'll, I'll do it off air. One thing that we uh, did, uh, did I mentioned very quickly last week, during the fight to rule, you uh, wasted a turn just looking around because you didn't really feel like you were much help to the combat. <laughs> did spot what you look, thought was a, looked like a little bit of loot sitting on one of the, the trash piles in the room. Oh, yes. There was something there. It wasn't uh, quite enough time to uh, um, get involved. There's like a wind chime, wasn't it? A wooden wind chime. Yes, yeah. While um, Willie is sort of setting up the infirmary and doing a little bit of healing to everyone and uh and to rule you just healed for 18 points yes uh while uh while uh willie is healing everyone outside you can go in and uh and, and spot it again and you do see um it is a it is yeah a an ele- elaborately carved wind chime carved from wood it has you see a series of mountains sort of carved into into the chime as well very interesting yeah so that's 40 minutes Wow, everyone's actually looking really good. Yeah. But with the time that Chase took, I think an hour passed. Yeah, it's been it's been a, a while. It's still not like too too late in the Yeah, end. but if an hour passed, we don't have dark yeah. vision anymore. Yeah, oh, so right. I was just looking that at. True. That is very true. It's okay. I mean, so we have to have light. Hey, the uh, the guys left the guys left their lantern on the on the gambling table. Ah, oh, wonderful. Uh, Tarul, did you want to see if you can identify what this is? Yeah, absolutely. Tarul is happy to try and work out what this little wind chime thing is. He does innately have the ability to detect magic with his arcane eyes. You get the sense this is magical. Oh, I would like to use occultism to try and identify it. Yes, of course. Oh, that's a 28 in total. Wow. Very nice. Very good roll. I'm just having to look at what the DC is for it. Well, if you have the item in the game, you can just mystify it and there's a button that will give you the DC. It's fine. It's a common... Oh, no, it's an uncommon item. Okay, it might be a bit more. Uncommon plus two. So that should be a 21, I believe. Because, yeah, DC... uh, Level four is a DC 19. So it should be 21 to identify it. So that's that's a success, not a crit, though. Yes, you... Oh, you learn all the attributes of the magic in the name, what it does, and it's activating it, and whether it's... Oh, so I did... Crit's just you can find out whether it's cursed. Uh, success is everything else. So we have a cursed wind chime, until proven otherwise. Ha! Oh, that's it, true. Everything is in this game is cursed until proven otherwise. <laughs> Especially <laughs> our dice roll. Yeah. 
so you actually know that the uh, what this is just by looking at it, but I think you have to actually identify it to figure out which which one it is. Because there's a group of these items. The Mwangi, the Nantambu, sorry, ring. Uh, let me start that fucking sentence again. <laughs> uh, the the Nantambu <laughs> chime ringers oh. are a group who I think you uh, actually also heard about in our in our threshold of knowledge one shot. The ones who you hid while you were they, you hid from them while you were running through the streets uh, in the early morning. Mm. They are a group of not vigilantes, but just like like the town guards, like the peacekeepers of, uh, of Nantambu. Uh, and they usually have a tradition of carrying and crafting these ancient wind chimes of, uh, of like metal or glass or bamboo. And uh, some are magical. It looks like someone has uh, managed to get their hands on one and uh, probably thrown it away as trash because it's in a pile of garbage in this room. But you actually think it could be quite useful. Um, this is a war caller's chime of destruction. Oh, that, sounds that sounds is metal as a hell. A lot cooler than it probably is. Uh, I will give you the, I'll drag it onto ter- onto. Actually, I'll just drag it into your loop actor. But the the gist of this is, it's a it's a it's a free shatter spell once a day. You hold the chime against an object, you ring it, and uh, they cast shatter on the object. That sounds really useful. Yeah. To be yeah. honest, because none of us have fevery kids. Nope. Ishko does, right? No, I have Alchemist Duel. Oh, that makes sense. I thought one of you did. Yeah. I have big muscles. <laughs> muscles. Muscles. <laughs> yeah, so once a day, uh, you can cast Shatter upon an unattended object and it ignores the object's hardness if it is six or lower. Oh. That's cool. That's Which is neat. pretty good. Yeah. So if you do want to get your way through something or if you want to just run around causing havoc and shattering windows, you, uh, you can. <laughs> That yeah. does sound very enticing, actually. Does anyone have any objections if Tyrol was to just a uh, pocket that for later mischief? Absolutely no problem. Not. Appropriate away, Tyrol. <laughs> Appropriated. Uh, okay, so you spend a long time healing yourselves up, so everyone is mostly uninjured, apart from Tyrol has a little bit of uh, damage still on them, but uh, other than that, everyone is. Everyone's doing pretty good. Poor old Gunnar is still uh, fatigued. Yeah. Ishko still has uh, the... Wo- oh no, wounded would be gone because you had treat wounds done on you. Yeah. Yes. And the enfeebled was from the poison. Your enfeebled would be gone as well then. Uh, but everyone does, apart from Ishko, everyone does still, even after the hour, you do still feel like you are you're feeling I think you just you don't really feel it as you just feel slightly weak like if you were to be poisoned it would hurt a lot more like you feel like you feel like maybe yeah you just slightly your body's slightly weaker than, than usual just feeling off colour it's a minus one to fort saves and weakness to poison yes I don't really see we have any other options other than to uh, keep looking through this building but since mm-hmm. we've lost our dark vision we need to bring a light with us what kind of lantern is on the table just a very simple probably uh, the basic oil li- lantern I guess normal lantern a hooded lantern yes yeah, so if you want to just pick that up yeah, while you're going I'm through, you thinking it up it. right so you're going to be car- you're going to be carrying light Yep. Is that what I'm hearing? Last hey. time when you had the potion, did we change the vision? Uh, no, the potion effect was doing it the same way. I just equipped the lantern and I'm now a moving light source. Yeah. That's amazing. We got a lot of That's fun great. with yeah. Foundry's so fucking good. And it even gives you a little yes. a little light source token. Ama- oh, this is incredible, guys. If you're not playing on Foundry, what are you doing yeah. in your lives? <laughs> playing in playing person, in person around tables. People. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Real friends. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, man. Just people you know. Oh, stay with flesh people. (laughs) Flesh people, wow. Secret (laughs) Service makes you cold, doesn't it, Greg? And about this door that's here. (laughs) Is it locked? (laughs) 
Terrell, yeah, you can step up to his door and uh, and and look at it and uh, see that it is uh, not locked at all. Time to kick it open. Mm-hmm. Because a um, if 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 people on the other side are not already aware after that fight, <laughs> yeah. an hour long, us sitting in this room yeah. chatting. The yeah. book says the door in. was locked, but it's open since they've left now. <laughs> right? No, yeah. no. All the all the doors are pre-locked on Foundry. I just forget to actually unlock them. And no, they, they're not normally pre-locked. You just pre-lock them oh. yourself. I remember it. Maybe it's just yes. me being dumb. You pre-lock really them so we don't open them without your authorization. What do we see, Dylan, in this room? You walk into a room. Uh, it's a pretty small room, this one. It's a bit cramped. Uh, it is... Yeah, as you see, uh, what, 15 by 30 foot, so not massive. Scraps of wood litter the floor, there's uh, feathers, there's a couple bones litter the floor and, uh, and some shelves. In the top corner, right next to Woolly, there is a pile of, uh, of, of wooden pieces. Just lots of planks and uh, bits of lumber, but there's a few that look, look exquisitely carved. A few bits of, uh, almost look like someone's uh, disassembled like an, an old statue and just... Uh, just sort of put the pieces here. You actually do see there's a uh, what's what's the dude's name from Crash Bandicoot? The wooden the mask. Uka Uka or Aku Aku, depending on his a- alignment. A- Aku Aku, I think is yeah. You almost see like a wooden like face that looks like lo- looks like that with uh, sort of carved facial features yeah. in it. At the bottom of the pile there's I think probably just like a a, 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 a disassembled like muscly wooden arm. It, yeah, it looks like someone has probably on this campus at one point there was a nice wooden statue display and uh, seems like they've uh, just put it into storage here, which is uh, it's quite sad. Does it look like it's been undisturbed? I.e., you know, there's a layer of d- dust on it that matches the layer of dust in the rest of the room. Uh, yeah, I would I would say that the it looks like no one has really been in this room for for a while. Definitely looks like the two in the south entrance didn't didn't go in because actually I think as you open the door there is a uh, I think as you yeah as you op- go to open the door uh, into the room I think you can see that the, uh, the opening the door sort of blows a bit of dust away mm-hmm. so it has definitely had time to settle since someone had last opened this door yeah is it uh, identifiable the statue or the wooden mask like recognizable yeah well as something or someone as or someone magic warrior yeah magic warrior exactly or your Jatamba himself very good question I don't hmm you know what? Give me a uh, give me a secret roll, will of, of what? I don't have Magambia lore. I have Academia lore. Oh, you don't? No. Oh shit! Sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll uh, look to the others. You guys know who this is or who it's supposed I think to society's be? Society's arguable if it's like a common thing, like the Magic Warriors. Sh- and sure, all over the place. but that's plus zero for me. So I'll look at you <laughs> instead. Actually, what I want everyone to do is give me a. Um, actually, everyone give me a crafting check. Crafting makes sense. Okay. Crafting. Not just for the, the wooden pile, oh, yeah, just for enough. the general room as a whole. But, secret? Uh, and if you can remember crafting. to make it secret, do you make it secret? But, oh. uh, it's fine. Pretend that's secret. <laughs> you don't know what happened. <laughs> what did Terul roll? I don't know. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Ishko and Rick. And uh, no, just Ishko and Rick. I think you. Uh, I think you. You realise that this. Uh, first of all, this is exquisitely carved. It is. Uh, this isn't just any old woodworker like Woolly. Hey. This, uh, this. <laughs> no, this is someone who has had years of training at, at crafting. I've had hundreds of years of training. 
Okay, this is on Woolly's level. Let's <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, thank you. Uh, this is yeah. This is clearly made by some expert woodworker, not not just someone. So they, your first thought is whoever, whatever the Megambia used this statue for, they they probably had it hired out by like someone to build it for mm. them. You have a quick glance at it, and I I think you just realise it is just a generic wooden sort of sculpture. It's not uh, not in a, not really supposed to resemble anyone in particular. But you do have a just just glancing around at the bones and the feathers and the the odd scraps of pieces around the room. I think both of both Rick and Ishko realise that this uh, room used to at one point be used for uh, for, for crafting talismans. Oh, uh, a lot of the, the bits lying around are uh, would be used for, for making and building talismans. And I actually think you do see a couple left over in this room from uh, from when it was uh, was left here. Oh yes. well, if I noticed but, there, sorry. Are you gonna go? Are you gonna see what what you can find? Absolutely. Is that what you're gonna say? I was going to say if I see these this kind of thing, I think I would cast detect magic to see if there were any complete assembled talismans that are just lying around waiting for me to yeah. take. You, you spot some and you definitely detect some. But uh, but as you guys kind of uh, linger in this room for a little bit, I think mm. uh, maybe as uh, Woolly who got the lowest on the craft. Of course jet. I did. Maybe you're yeah. Of course you did. Come on, Woolly. This is your forte with working. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy critiquing it. I think you critique it a little too hard because uh, as you're looking at it and just saying this is a bit shit in it, I think you just see the, uh, the the wooden mask sort of start frowning at you. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm <it>. sorry. <laughs> and then I think one of uh, you, you see he watches from the bottom of this log pile two little wooden feet, almost like clogs, just sort of shimmy their way out. And I'm I'm afraid to say again the uh, the entire thing this big old jumble of wood does sort of raise rise up and uh, and pardon the pun but it starts to lumber forward. Oh, oh my god, that's oh, amazing! <laughs> I can just see this thing kind of pulling itself together like the armor flying onto Tony Stark as Iron Man. Oh uh, yeah, that building itself up from the feet. That's amazing. So I I read the stat block three times today for this to prepare because I didn't want to fuck up. Like <laughs> That's a weakness time. of the fire, so not the resistance. If I do fuck up, if I do fuck up, now I've told you I've read it three times. It's going to be even worse. Yes. But <laughs> amazing. Yes, this uh, this thing lumbers forward. We're going to have a lot of wood puns here. Willie, you've got to stop critiquing things because this thing would have laid dormant until you insulted it. Wow. That's written in the book. It says yeah. if, if a burly dwarf comes in and, and, and just insults this thing, it's that's the only reason it would activate. Yeah. If somebody comes in it's like, what's this pile of junk? <laughs> I certainly like, would not make this, me? <laughs> this cut here. <laughs> if someone walked through excuse and said, oh, what's a nice heap of uh, wood in the corner there? <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to put everyone... In that's, the... that's what I was going to say, but I was just waiting for Woolly to finish. But, uh... You were going to insult it as well? No, I was going to compliment the wood. Oh. I'm into nice wood. Wow. Oh, God. Ishko, do you know what you rolled or not? Yes, I see it on the initiative tracker, but I'm still on blind general. <laughs> Nat 20 for initiative, but it was a blind roll. It's a golem. Oh, shit balls. Oh, I should have changed the name on that. Yeah, because I've hidden it. Oh, no. Yeah, we're dead, guys. We're nah. dead. <laughs> we're not that magically, I assume. We're more into the punching stuff with staff and sword. Ha, ha, ha. It's got wood. It's the new name of this creature. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see anything, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Is it morning? <laughs> Kevin. Wait, it's got a 28. <laughs> oh, no. 
great news, guys. Great news. Ishko got a natural 20 for initiative with a plus 8 modifier, 28 in and total. And I'm still Sagan. Oh, this golem got a 28 in total, but it didn't get a nat 20. I think if you get a nat 20, you should go first on the tie, but that's not the nope. rule. No, the rule is the monster play first, but some feet. Let the player go first, like an ancestry feat of the elf. I'm gonna be nice and say that its first action is gonna be... I mean, it started forming, which caused the initiative, but I'm, I'm gonna say it's gonna have to spend its first action to actually just finish getting itself into into shape. Because oh. it was a, a sort of a disassembled heap. You almost see the, like, the thing where <laughs> it, it stands up and one of its arms is, is attached and the other arm's still on the floor in, in, in the pile of wood, so it just bends down picks it, its arm up and just puts it on its other shoulder and sort of, you know, shrugs a bit, make sure it's all attached. The picture in the, in the bestiary is insane of this. I know you can see the face is just a... It, it, I mean, it literally does look like a pile of uh, logs has just stood up. But I like that the picture in the it's got a few little like claws and feet and a few little bit of mushroom and leaves growing on it as well. It's very cute. So I'm going to spend its first action to, to stand up to its uh, full height, which is... It's, it's to be fair, it's not, it's not as scary as the... Uh, actually, how tall is it? It, I think it's probably just human size. It's, it says it's medium, so I don't think it's going to be like I don't think it's towering over you. But I'd say it probably look like six to seven feet. Yeah. Mm. Fun, 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 fun. Still taller than I want it to be. Let's cut it down to size. Yeah. One thing that I've uh, just just read, which I think is quite funny, is uh, druids and creatures who protect woodlands usually see wood golems as an abomination. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's why I was almost, critiquing it so hard. Yeah, <laughs> almost. Well, you didn't know it was uh, al- almost like humanoids feel when facing like a flesh golem. It's basically the same to a druid. Oh, oh gross. <laughs> okay. Because uh, you see, this is this is a this is an abomination. Someone's taken beauty of trees and crafted them into whatever mm-hmm. the fuck this thing is. So yeah, it's wasting an action to pull itself together, and then it's gonna. <laughs> I, I liked how I framed that as me being nice and wasting yeah, an action. Yeah. That wasn't me being nice at all, because uh, the worst thing it can possibly do only takes two actions. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it stands up to its full height, and I think it just uh, I, I, I'm imagining this thing's laid dormant as a pile of wood for a while, and it's finally assembled itself together. You know when you sort of you just feel really like tired, and you just want to like like crack your bones and stretch oh, out a bit. No. I think it does that, and as it does, it sends some splinters flying around excuse me <laughs> oh it's, it, can, it can fling out some splinters it's got a little ranged attack uh, uh, where it can uh, splinter you well it's gonna I'm getting mad lobby for a one point cover bonus because of Tyrol Tyrol's gonna be my shield oh man that is <laughs> the rules I didn't I mean I, I didn't know it was going for you well, it might not go for you. You said splinters I imagined we were all getting uh, yeah, wood shots thing. it us. might be an AoE yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It. Uh, everyone is uh, is getting a splinter. Everyone. And soft cover does not help. <laughs> no. Aoi. Gunner is is not for this. Oh, thanks. But the the four the the, the four ninja turtles oh. are going to get uh, a splinter attack. That was a stretch. Sorry, I'm not a ninja turtle. I'm a rat. <laughs> I'm the master. You're the splinter. Yeah. Is it splinter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. splinter? Oh, no, sorry, this doesn't need a reflex save. Sorry, I should have oh. said that before you started rolling. This is well, me rolling uh, splinter attacks. Well, that's good, because uh, yeah, that was oh, terrible. That is the soft cover. That was, that was a terrible... So cover will will work. So this this thing says every GM's favourite sentence, and uh, you guys can agree. Oh, I know what it is already. Once and apply to everyone. No, 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 no I know bad. what it is. The multiple attack penalty doesn't increase until after... Yeah. yeah, that's also <laughs> good. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, this thing's just, it's not, it's not intentionally hurting you, it's just getting up and stretching, and unfortunately loads of splinters just fucking fly off in all directions. Oh. To rule! It's not, like, what do you attacking first? us or anything. We don't, I mean, I think it we is. We don't have to do this right now. <laughs> oh, do you want to go last instead? Yeah. I can change the order up. Yeah, okay. I'll go for Wooly first. Uh, I feel that's appropriate. Well, it is Wooly and the Wizards, right? Yeah. Wooly and the Wizards, yeah. He, he, yeah. Man, the name's travelled far if this thing in a disused store. Yeah. That's right. About it. I'm going to apologise in advance. This thing has a grudge against Wooly. Wooly said it was badly made. Yeah. yeah. Can I I'm going to apologise when you see the, uh, Ooh, the roll. And that's six. Oh, that's yeah, a four would have hit me. <laughs> Wait, oh, that's a hit. Jeez. Yeah. Greg, were you going to say something? Or? I was going to say, I, I, I'd like to petition to change our names to uh, Free Magi and uh, Shepherd. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's uh, actually very smart. I'm down. Sorry, it just came into my head. Anyway, yeah, that's terrifying. What the hell, man? Oh, it's so, not. Ha, 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 it's got wood. It's uh, Willy for I was I was going to say the damage is not so bad when I saw 2d4 rolling across the screen. You just saw 2d4 fling on the screen. And then but plus the, the, eight. Man, mm. yeah, this I feel brutal. like the beginning of this Shit, chapter man. just put a lot of monsters that are higher level than us. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because I yeah. feel like we're really weak against everything. Right, who wants to go? Who wants to go next? Eh, go for uh, me. Do me. Do me. Do me. No, I'm going for. This I'll take the Chris okay. Yeah. One of you is gonna take it. Oh, nah. be there. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, that's close. One off a critical. Twenty-nine for another thirteen points of damage. This thing, you shouldn't have insulted him. We'll go, we'll go for Rick now. Now, Rick, don't forget this is gonna be. I can edit in the, the minus one cover bonus. Oh, cool, nice for you. So I've given it a minus one circumstance penalty. Brilliant. See if this hits. Oh, oh it's still going to hit. Still no, he- no crit. Hefty hit. Yeah. And this feels. Oh, eleven that's points. Pretty bad damage. Yeah. Eleven points of damage. All right, and finally we get to Tyrol. Got off lightly. You're gonna the full force of this thing. Tyrol, oh, wow. oh, still yeah. a critical. Sorry, not critical hit. Still just a hit. Oh, 13. Wow, thirteen. 13 points of damage. Thirteen, thirteen, eleven, and thirteen. Tyrol is a uh, badly injured again. Yeah. Oh, oh dear. He's, he's having a rough time. Actually, my, my rolls are very consistent there. Are they? And according to my yeah, uh, spreadsheet, lots of thirteens, lots of twelves. I've already used battle medicine on Tyrol. You have today, yes. Well, good news is that's uh, that's his turn. Oh yeah, no, that's it. That was it. Well, because I wasted an action. He could have done a punch before that and and then done that, but I thought that was too mean. I'll give you guys. A Everyone chance. knows the rule with wood. It's weak to fire. Yeah, it. burn it. I mean, no, not at all. <laughs> I will use my. <laughs> it beast just makes to sense. Uh, Knock fire and throw it at the creature. Nice. You are throwing an alchemist. Yes, nice. because wood is supposed to now. be weak to fire. Unless it's been treated with something to protect it. And here is the bomb. Yeah. A, a 24 to it and it's a hit. It's good. Great yeah. stuff. So it will take 12 fire damage and persistent yep. damage of 2 oh, per Oh yeah. And oh, if it is weak to fire, it will burn. But then again, Teruel and Wooly yeah. will take 2 fire damage. Now, I have a question. These alchemist fires, they're not magical in me. No. They are just alchemical. They are okay. totally natural. It is not they magical. magical. And don't radiate a magical aura. No. An alchemist does not deal in magic, unless it's also a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is the entire reason you came here. <laughs> Talk- Talking about being a wizard, I'm going to cast shield. Oh. <laughs>
Oh, wait, no, it's an Alchemage. 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 Hey, Alchemage. that's good. That's really good. I like that. So it's uh, taking two and persistent fire damage as well, sorry. Is yep. It. So it takes 14 points of fire damage and two persistent fire damage as well. You, no, no, you don't apply the splash damage oh, separately. Two, it's already okay. in the 12. And it's barely injured after that. It might not be weak to fire. <laughs> like I said, I've read the stat block three times. <laughs> uh, I hope I haven't missed something. Well, visually... Does the attack seem to have been more effective than on other creature? Doesn't look like it was more effective, no, than it, than, than you were hoping And with for, my right? last action, I'm just gonna enter wolf stance. Mm. Wow, amazing. Who's up next? Rick! Rick Dan is up Standing next. Standing far enough away, yeah. Yeah, uh, so we're gonna take advantage of that, and I am going to be following Ishko's lead and coming in by casting a produced flame from range, throwing a motion fire out at the end of my staff, uh, he'll get a reciprocal cover from Tyrol that I got from him, I guess. Yes, because there's one person in in between you, so it's a plus one to his armor. I'll, class, I'll or put a minus yeah, one. I'll attack. put the minus one yeah. circumstance on here uh, for that. So this isn't actually a great. I didn't role. think he counted your allies for that. Oh no, that's a poor roll. Oh. Uh, right, so that's. Do you, I think you do. I think that might be first edition where you can shoot through. Oh no, that's, isn't that a ranger thing specifically? You can shoot through. It's allies. a precise shot. It's a feat in first edition. And yeah. I will say because I was using the uh, sniping dual feat, ally do provide cover because the sniping dual feat says that your companion does not ah, provide cover okay. to your own attack and vice versa. Yeah. Every creature, so, unfortunately. Rolled a three on the dice for only an eleven. Yeah. Now I am looking. Rick does have one hero point. It's up to you whether you want to uh, want to waste that. On. Well, not nah. waste. Sorry, use that. On use this. that. <laughs> uh, I don't think I do. Uh, I think I am going to um, enter Arcane Cascade stance. I don't actually have to do damage. I just have to have cast a spell that's a type that could okay. do damage. And I am. That is going to be my turn. All over. So you do unfortunately miss with uh, both the spell and the uh, and the stuff. Oh, there was no strike uh, there. I was just sort of. Oh, it wasn't a strike. No, of course, it was just, was just sort of a spell. Flavor yeah. using the staff to throw the spell. But yeah. Okay. Yep. Of course, you are out of range of spell yeah. strike. Yes. Yeah. Willie, you've got a big old splinter in you. Yep. Would you uh, allow me to have my shield equipped? And my staff in my hand. I mean, I, I think you were, know you're going into what could be dangerous territory. So I think you okay. would. It would make sense for you to like you. You had a fight in the last room. I think it would make sense for you to sort of prepare for one. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I would like to recall knowledge, and I believe it's crafting is applicable to this. Uh, for this one, it is Arcana or yes. Okay. Uh, blindly rolled. Okay, I have this blind roll. Uh, do, do, do. Is there anything in particular you want to know? Or do you just want me to blabber out something? No, tell me something useful. So, uh, you know, yeah, you, you, you know roughly what this is. You know that this is some uh, some wood that has been turned into a golem, mm-hmm. probably magically, or, or just turned into a construct. You hate this thing. Yeah. This thing's an abomination to all that you stand against as a druid. I think you know the uh, the best ways to uh, to hurt it. Magic fire? Well, it's, it's, so it's not, yeah, so normal fire, no. Yeah. Magic fire, I think you you can assume yeah. would would do a lot, um, but I think also it's it's made of wood, right? Mm-hmm. And you you know you can chop down wood quite easily mm-hmm. with uh, slashing. So if anyone's got uh, some slashing, you think you might be able to you know lumberjack your way through this yeah. thing and deal a bit more damage. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I will then use my staff, the final charge, to cast. Magic Fang on, I believe, Gunnar's talents are slashing. So that's what I'll do. I'll give him Magic Talents. Amazing. Yeah, that's my turn. 
Nice. So that's two actions to cast, cast yes. Magic Fang, yeah. right? Okay, so Gunnar can't go this turn, but he can go next yes. turn. Tarul, you have a big splinter in you. Everyone's got splinters. Yay! Tarul is, <laughs> is pretty injured right now, so his first thing is to try and work out a bit more about this, because that's what he's all about. So he's going to use an Arcana roll to recall some knowledge about whatever this thing may be. Okay. I've got to keep checking on my... Give me one second. Amazing Foley work, Dylan. <laughs> Do you want to know uh, anything in particular about this? Yes. Can it be hurt with precision damage? Is it something that would be resilient to piercing? So, again, yeah, you know this is a wood golem, so it's got construct immunities, uh, which don't include precision damage, but it is going to be immune to a lot of things that would affect like a living thing like bleed or healing. Mm. Healing, especially, you know, Willy could do his burst heal if he had any. Yes, I day. can. Lol. <laughs> Lol. Uh, it's, yeah, it's immune to like sick and poison paralysis and things. Um, I, I don't think you realize that it. I don't think you know about. I don't think you know enough to know yeah. whether Pearson would do anything or not. But you do. Uh, you've studied here for a year now. You do know about Golem anti magic. You do know that they are uh, immune to certain types of spells and uh, certain types of spell traits can heal or slow or even uh, even affect them in different ways. But not high enough to know what might be particular for this one. I don't think you will. Just no, unfortunately not. Oh well. I think you know roughly that magic probably against this thing wouldn't work in the intended way, but um yeah, not too much more unfortunately. Classic golem. I imagine golem construction is like a second year class in the Magambia. Probably. So is that Oh third year. Third year? Oh yeah. right, pardon me, yeah. <laughs> they have to collect the flesh for the flesh. <laughs> you know, it takes it's a long process. <laughs> That's horrific. <laughs> Woody is also puking, oh. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I didn't realise you were sickened. No, not mechanically. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, but yeah, it was unfortunately a fail, so you don't get your flat-footed. It was a fail? Yes. Ah, okay. Well, if I know it's not flat-footed, then Tyrrell is going to use his final action after drawing his short sword and switching to using like a flashy weapon. He's going to step the fuck away from that thing. Pretty smart. Because he is badly injured. Mm. And he's wow. got nothing useful out of that round. So he's going to move. Essentially going to try and reposition himself better next time round. So he slinks away from it, further away into a different corner. The whole round has gone by and uh, and this thing hasn't done much at all, has it? Well, no, or you, sorry, you guys haven't done I much did at all, something. Ishkal did a lot. Ishkal's done quite a lot, yeah. I actually think he is going to spend the first action to move. Hey. He's actually going to move here, so he's closer to you guys. I know it does open him up for flanking, which is really dumb of me, but uh, I think a nice big wood golem would want to be in the centre of the room so it can kind of hit more people easily. Although it does... <laughs> if I was a dickish GM, I would just do exactly the same two actions and, uh, and do exactly the same thing. And I'm very tempted. Or you could just do two mm. melee attack against me. It could do two. I did set him on fire. There's no limit on turns. Not on this thing, oh. no. Uh, I, I I think yeah I think to rule it doesn't quite it doesn't sorry I said to rule again it doesn't like being on fire so I think for this turn it is going to focus on Ishkol and maybe next turn we'll leave the fun the fun splinter attacks so I think it's going to move step up to Ishkol and then it will do two but it's punching you with like a log of wood <laughs> it will be a hit it's the first one twenty four in total for oh, wow. yeah, yeah that will be its focus attacks do a lot more damage. Jesus. 18 points of damage. Ooh. Oh, it's gonna spend its third action to do one final attack. It will take multiple attack to this. Oh, and it will miss. miss. 
Thanks. Oh. Hey, did you have your? Sh had you cast a shield, Kevin? Yes. Or no, you went. Okay. Well, I have shield. shield up, yes. it, took a, it took it into effect. Yeah. I just wondered if you ever used it to wanted, wanted to use it to block. I was keeping it for the second attack in case it was hitting. Yeah, fair enough. So it takes two points of damage. It rolls. It's persistent and it fails. So it is going to take that too. Nice. Okay. It's called, you're really badly hurt. It steps up to you. It's punched you. You are not looking great at all, unfortunately. Yeah, I will step back. Mm-hmm. Back through the doorway into the other room. I will use Quick Bummer to draw a bottle of lightning and throw it at the creature. Nice. Bottle of lightning, that's gonna get... Oh, did... oh it didn't get... Okay, it's gonna get Wooly and Gunnar yeah, with Splash. That's fine. Doesn't do Splash, does it? Yeah, all oh. the bomb do Splash. Okay, well, it is unfortunately a miss. And it will deal two electric Splash damage to him, Wooly, and Gunnar. Yes. Ah, uh, uh, it got wood, takes two damage. <laughs> Gunnar takes two damage. Wooly takes two damage. And with my last action, I'm gonna step behind a wall. Wow, Mishko is running away. Oh, no, just taking cover. <laughs> Very good, good job. Smart. Rick. You can see, uh, well, you can't see anymore because it's. Oh, gone. no, I didn't. Uh, right. Oh, with the lantern! <laughs> in the lantern's gone! No! This is, I did this not is great. Think about uh, that. The good, the, the good thing is, um, where, where Ishko is right now, half of the golem's in the light, so I think well, you can still see Well, to be fair, yeah. the golem is on yeah. fire. It's also on yeah. fire. I think it's given off its own light at this point, yeah. Oh, that's great. I was just looking at that going, oh, so it's, God. It's, it's just, like, a little concealed. <laughs> Rickdown is going to step five feet. I've given it a little, a tiny little uh, aura of light while it's on fire. Rick step five feet to the left to make to end up flanking this creature with uh, nice. Gunnar, the battle chicken, and yeah. then we're going Gunnar to make a chicken. a spell strike, uh, and we're going to use produce flame yeah. with the spell strike. Here comes the attack roll. I think I targeted oh. myself. Yeah. Oh, you did target yourself, but that is also a hit against the, the goat. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh, dear. What so, a fool. Okay. Very quickly. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do this in two parts because the spell's going to be fucking weird. So, first of all, just do the strike. Okay. Here. Just to, just to make it easy, we'll split it into two. Yeah. Here's the staff damage. That's 14 points Ooh, of bludgeoning. Um, and, just to be a pain in the ass, I have asked Arcane Cascade on doing one fire damage with every strike. So if there That's is a included. yeah, if there is a That's included. Yeah, it's, it's in the number, but you just need to know that there's fire if it has weakness. Yeah. Is it magical fire? Sorry, Matt. That doesn't count as magical fire. The arcane cascade does it. Sure, it does. It, it specifically does. Makes every strike That's, magical. That's going to be a lot of damage then. If it's, I, if, yeah. Oh, I so. yeah. Of course. Let me check. So I don't know how this particular creature works so i'm not going to tell uh, you how it works. I, i'm just I telling can, you with uh, this yeah i'm just telling you with the strike i've done one extra point of magic fire damage yeah can i uh, i i think i know how golem anti-magic work if it's if it got if it's got that it does yeah. um so i'm just looking arcane cascade any strike that benefits from this damage gains the arcane trait making it magical so and and it says in golem anti-magic it's harmed by any magic of this type yeah that's and it, it doesn't take the listed damage. It only takes the damage that's listed in yeah. anti-magic. Yeah, wow. But, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be two separate things, right? It would still breathe the produce flame damage. So it would only take the anti-magic damage once, right? 
the produce flame spell and the staff strike are two separate mm. instances of damage. Okay. Unless spell strike says to combine that damage. They it don't see. So spell strike. If you if you attack spell strike against something that's like weak, we did figure this out. The spell and the strike damage are done in two separate instances. You don't add them to combine. So I think. So I think this is actually going to trigger the first instance of anti magic. So for our listeners, golems <laughs> have a thing called golem anti magic. They are basically immune to all magic except one or two elements, and they have specific specific numbers that they take in damage from that element, and it's different if it's an area or if it's a direct thing and what Richten has done is a direct thing against this golem so that's gonna trigger that pool of damage that's listed in the stat block that Dylan has so how many dice of what kind because I know how golem anti-magic works but I don't know what the number is and it would be yeah any magic of this type that targets the golem causes it to take the listed amount of damage Mm -hmm. shit okay so uh, I mean it's a lot it's 48 oh wow so, so you're doing 48 from Arcane Cascade and then 48 from the actual spell hitting. Uh, yeah, that's right. Plus 13 bludgeoning. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Shit. Okay, so Arcane Cascade does 15 points of damage to it. Right. Roll the spell damage now, I guess? No, it's replaced by the 48. No, that was the 48 for your one Arcane Cascade. Now you need to do the your cantrip. Sorry, roll another 48 is what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Here it comes. So it's 50... 14. So it was 13. And then it's going to take 13 bludgeoning. That is unfortunately going to be uh, a little juiced, this mm. bludgeoning. Yeah, fair enough. That was a fucking insane hit. The, the one thing I will say is um, as you whack at it with your staff and do this insane hit, you do cause a another jagged splinter to launch oh. out at you. Oh, no. <laughs> it does this as a defense as well? Oh, shit. Okay. It does this as a defense as well, because you've whacked it and done some damage to it. So it's Is it a defense, or have you just exploded it against yourself? Oh, maybe. I think it, uh, yeah, you whack it and do so much damage that a little bit does shoot out back at you. So it does get a little bit of a reaction <laughs> to, to shoot one out at you. Oh, I mean, shit. that damage was worth it. Oh, that is... Hit by nine. That's so lucky. <laughs> Yeah, That's that could so have been close a crit. to a critical. 40, 15 points of damage. Jesus. It could have been 44 plus 16. I mean, you did it 42 points of damage. I think taking 15 back is, is fair. <laughs> I mean, <that's, laughs> yes. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go there. That's fine. That's a decent trade any day, I suppose. <laughs> uh, and mm. that is me out of actions. Uh, so that moves to Woolly's turn. We figured out the fucking MVP of this yeah, fight. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, be- before Woolly starts, <laughs> one of, yeah, yeah. before Woolly starts, one of the lesser obvious things about Amagus is the ability to exploit weaknesses because of Arcane Cascade. Yeah. And yeah. when the creature is wood, I'm pretty much going to guess 99% of the time it's fire's going to work. And it's just... Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's not immediately Stupid. obvious on looking at a magus, but that is one of the major advantages because I have so many cantrips, so many elements, I can just flip and switch and change. That's great. Yeah. Wooly, what you got? So, so everyone else just needs to delay until it's Rick's turn again, I think, and then fight over. <laughs> Rick still That's needs Wooly, to what hit. You got? Yes. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, Wooly is going to activate Gunnar because uh, Rick is flanking, and Gunnar is inspired by the greatness of Rick. <laughs> So he's going <laughs> to slash at it with his magical talents. Come on, chicken. Yeah. Uh, he's going to probably take damage if this is a thing that happens. No, that's a miss. Oh, no. Second attack is Oh yeah. 23 is a hit. Come on, Gunnar. Uh, that's seven points of slashing damage. Good shit. 
That's good. I love good. that we good have shit. a fighting chicken in our group. That <laughs> is so exactly. great. That's a very effective fighting chicken as well. That's great. Yeah. I will. I will say, um, you you do expect his uh, slashing talons to, to be uh, oh, to be failed. great yeah. because uh, you 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 you're pretty sure these things are, are weak to uh, slashing. Yeah, rates. I failed. Right? You're pretty sure. <laughs> now you crit failed. You got some false yeah, knowledge, my yeah. friend. I, I think, and then I think, you fed see, that think, to Tarul as well. I didn't. I didn't specifically say it to you. <laughs> I said different things did to it, you. Uh, did it That's do bad. anything? It did some. It just didn't do as okay. much as you were expecting. Okay. So it did do damage. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, to uh, protect the one that uh, can do massive damage, this one I'm gonna put forbidding ward on Rick against this creature. Ooh, Incredible. Good use. Very nice. Rick gets a plus one to armor class and saves against the uh, the golem. Yes. That That's my is turn. awesome. That is fantastic. Right, rounding us out, Tyrul. Tyrul's going to prowl in low so that he's flanking the wood golem with a woolly yeah. on the side. Mm. And then he's going to make a strike with what he now who knows will not be very effective. But why <laughs> waste time? Hey, you rolled a crit fail on recall knowledge. I like feeling <laughs> I love oh. how in this in this room the golems in the middle. We've got Tarul and Woolly flanking. We've got Rick and Gunnar flanking. And this goes out. The room. <laughs> That's a hit. Did Gunnar take damage when he hit him? By the way, Gunnar didn't take damage. No. So he didn't do the strike. The it's a reaction. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was just it's one. Not an automatic thing. Yeah. I yet to see a creature that automatically hit you like that. Tarul hits eight points of damage with a short sword, which is oh, that's really low, isn't it? Oh no, it's not. It's pretty. Good. No, it's two d six plus good. one, including. Yeah, I think it's, it's a one and a six. Exactly. It's, average. It's not, it's, it's average, not yeah. terrible. It is going to resist quite a bit of that, unfortunately, but. Yes. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Tyrrell also steps out the room, so he's flanking the doorway of Ishkol, and he's just like looking at this short sword. It's like, <laughs> and, he, and then he'll just drop. He'll just drop it. Then <laughs> we're back onto this thing's shit burger, and it it it, it was facing towards uh, Ishkol, who has uh, has turned to, to to move away, and I think you just watch as it slowly. I mean, it's made up of logs. It's uh, it looks it's very like very hedge thing. It turns itself around slowly to stare at me. Yeah. I mean, you're probably eye to eye, to be fair. And you're probably built very similarly. <laughs> so maybe it's True. not as threatening as I'm imagining. But it is going to stare you down and it is going to, I think after that brutal attack, I feel like it's got to throw all three attacks at you. No. I feel like that's the only thing that makes sense. Alright. See if that Forbidden Ward works. <laughs> it's going to throw three attacks straight your way. I'm going to do these in quick succession and uh, yeah. see how bad this is going to be. Uh, so, oh geez. it's going to bring its left fist back and sort of strike at you to the side. Oh, fuck, that's, why that's is bad. It, why is this AC lowered to yeah. 19? Why does it say it's flanked? Yeah. Do you have a monster outside the door? Is there a monster <laughs> on the other side of the wall? <laughs> <laughs> Dylan! Wow. We've uh, found a, a floor in, uh, in Foundry. Yeah, well, the flanking <laughs> all monster walls. Oh, that's fantastic. So what does Forbidding Ward do? It gives it a plus one to yeah. armor class. So your armor class should technically be 22, yes. right? Yes. So that is still a hit. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely. I expect to be hit. I'm just desperately hoping not to be crit. Okay, so you are hit. Yeah. That's good. I, I have oh, moved the... Uh, the oh, nice. I'm out. Oh no! Oh my god! Is that... Oh no! You had eight. Oh fuck! Yeah, Rick uh, collapses unconscious to the ground. Oh jeez! 
Yeah. So, Rick, you drop. Oh my god. And, like, I said I was going to attack you a lot, and this thing is technically mindless, so I think it's going to have to, to follow through with its its initial plan. What? What? So it's going to... Uh, <laughs> everyone else in the... In the <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, hey usually oh. things think and see someone fall. Like, this thing's mindless. It knows you did a lot of damage. It doesn't know you're on... It's just going to pummel. Oh, It's a big shit. chunk of wood. He's got a wooden Ooh. brain. I mean, everyone else in the room, which is just... <laughs> is just woolly at this point. Yeah. And Gunnar. <laughs> Don't forget Gunnar. Yeah, and Gunnar. Uh, he watches this thing draws its other hand back and goes to slam it down on, on Rick. Shit. Uh, but with that, today's assignment. No! No, we'll... no, oh, no, 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 you no. Bastard. You bastard. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what oh the role God. is next time. How do if you I, sleep at night? Now, Rick's t- dying free. It's going to be great. Oh, my God. Uh, man, ending halfway through a fight. Oh. See you next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you utter bastard. Thanks for listening.